Today on Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. When we not only know who we are, but we're able to identify the toxic and undesirable behaviors, we just took our ability to move forward in life to the next level. Do you know how much growth you will experience in life if you can just look at those types of things, like really know, man, okay, this is what I need to improve upon. How do I do that? Hey sis, welcome to the Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Purpose podcast, the place where you learn how to move forward from heartbreak and achieve wholeness through emotional healing, spiritual growth, uncovering identity and behavior patterns, and saying yes to the calling God placed on your life. I'm your host, Candice Baddies, and I know what it's like to be heartbroken and confused about who you are and what God created you to do, but I also know what it's like to be healed and hold with clarity. If you're ready to have your broken heart mended, grow your faith, and discover who you are, why you do what you do, and what you were created to do, look no further. You're definitely in the right place. So kick off those cute shoes that's been hurting your feet all day and turn me up in those earbuds. We're about to get into it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. Thank you for joining me today. I hope that you are enjoying the episode so far. I am really excited. I just want to thank everybody who's tuned in and who joined me during the launch week. Everybody who has supported the show so far and everyone who has shared or written a review. It is so, so appreciated. And if you're loving the content so far, please go ahead and subscribe to the show. That way you'll be notified every time I put out a new episode. If you've really enjoyed the episodes thus far, then I know you're going to enjoy today's episode. Actually, I am particularly excited about today's episode because I get to dig into my psychology background a little bit as we get into identity and behavior patterns. I know you are so here for this one. So for us to truly be whole and find out what God created us to do in life, we have to go further than the surface level and be ready to really dig deeper into our identity and behaviors. And we start digging by asking questions. We ask questions about ourselves and there are two main questions that we must ask ourselves throughout throughout different seasons in our lives. And those two questions are, who am I and why do I do what I do? We are always evolving, but if we want positive growth and change, we have to keep asking ourselves these two questions throughout our entire lives. It's not enough for us to just be on this journey. You know, we're healing and we're growing closer to God, but there comes a point where we really need to know who we are. We must become master studies of ourselves. I have to know more about me than anyone else knows about me. That way no one else can tell me who I am. They can give their opinion of me, but I don't have to adopt their opinion into my identity. It's so important because the world is always trying to pour into us. And just because, and when we hear pour into us, we normally take that as, you know, the most positive things, but negative things are being poured into us all the time via television, social media, being around the wrong crowd, the wrong people, 
People pour negative things all the time. And so we have to know what it is that we're taking and what we're leaving. And when you know who you are, then no one else can come to you and tell you who you are. You don't have to accept something that someone says about you and be like, oh, I didn't know that about myself. It may or may not be true. So you have to weigh what they say against what you know about yourself, okay? So as Christian women, first and foremost, our identities need to be rooted in Christ. And there's two reasons two reasons for this. We're always evolving. As I said earlier, God needs to be the one to tell us in every season who we are. We have to always look to the word. You may change, you may evolve, but you need to know who you are at your core. And then you need to know who you are turning into or what other things are growing in you in the different seasons of your life. And then the second reason that we have to be rooted, our identities have to be rooted in Christ is in every season, we need to know where to seek answers about our identity as they arise. So just like I said just now, we need to seek God for our identity. Questions are going to arise like for myself personally, who I was at 20 years old was completely different at 25 and from 25 to 30 lots of changes took place. And from 30 to 35, Lord Jesus, a lot of changes took place. So I feel like almost every five years, I have this huge growth spurt where sometimes I look back and like, man, I have changed so, so much. But I'm so thankful that now, you know, before I I had an issue, but now I know where to go to find my identity when I'm questioning things. And I'm like, God, how do I handle being who I am in this season of my life? Like now I'm a mother. This season has been very difficult for me transitioning from at 30, not even being married to now I'm 37 and I'm a wife um, and a mother of two children and a bonus mom. And so it's like, how do I handle being this person? How do I rear these little children? You know, how do I handle being a mom and having a career and chasing my passions and being a wife? And, you know, it's just, it's a lot of things. And so think about your own life and where you are. You have to go to God and ask him who you are and how do you handle and steward who you are in this season. So today we're going to lay the foundation for all the identity work that is to come because identity is very important. It's something we're going to talk about a lot on this podcast. So first, let me say that I know what it's like to have my identity rooted in everything but Christ, okay? Even though I heard some of those popular scriptures like I'm fearfully and wonderfully made because when we talk about identity, like that's one of the most popular ones, but I had no idea what that meant. I would say it and I'm thankful that I was saying it when I said it, but I did not know what it meant and it had to, you know, I had to really get into God's word and really get into prayer to be able to adopt that into my life and ask God to show me what does it mean to be fearfully and wonderfully made. So when I say that my identity was rooted in everything but Christ, instead it was in it was rooted in things like my appearance and when I was younger, my parents' approval and whether or not I was in a relationship with someone. Later, after I graduated and got a degree and got a career, it was rooted in those things. And then whatever stuff I was able to buy myself on my, like I was saying, you know, on my own, like, oh, I bought my own car, I bought my own house. I didn't need a man for that, uh, you know, in a way to make me feel better because I so desperately wanted that. But I was like, you know, I was able to do this on my own and I'm sure the list can go on, but I was rooting my identity and my self-worth in those things instead of in God and who he says I am. 
So today we're going to talk about the five ways to lay the foundation for discovering our identity. Okay. We're going to lay this foundation today and we're going to keep working through this throughout the podcast. The first thing is embracing who God says we are. So God is our creator. So he knows us inside and out. That's the reason why we have to look to him. He's the one who created us. So he knows all about us from, like I said, from the inside, he placed our callings, our purpose, everything inside of us. So he knows how he made us. And sometimes we we're like, oh, I don't like this about myself. I don't like that about myself. But that thing that you don't like could be the very characteristic that God gave you that's uniquely you to push you towards what he's called you to do here in the earth. He's our creator. He knows us. And like when I say embrace who God says we are, when we embrace something, we not only have the knowledge of it, but we believe it and act as if it were so. So when you know who God says you are and you are embracing that, so you not only know it, when when you truly embrace it, you act like you know it. You act as if it is so. You act as that person that God called you to be that he created you to be. The second thing I want to say is we need to rebuke who the world says we are. If it's not in line with God, what God says we are, the world will tell us a lot of things about ourselves. As I was kind of saying, alluding to earlier, society through social media or television, family, friends, even our jobs, you know, our, our bosses might try to give us a certain identity. And it's like, wait a minute, that's not me. You want me to do what? That's not in, that's not in line with my morals and my values. So we have to be able to rebuke what the world says about us if it doesn't line up with what God says about us. Now, there are people in the world, of course, that will encourage you. And sometimes God will use them to um, give you more guidance about identity and things like that. But you always have to take what someone says and you have to line it up against his word, line it up with, with what he has told you and showed you about yourself. Number three is identifying our spiritual gifts. So after we embrace what who God says that we are and we're able to rebuke who the world says we are, then we can start digging a little bit deeper. Those spiritual gifts are so important. And the, if you look in the Bible, it will tell you about the different kinds of spiritual gifts. I end up reading a book um, gosh, I can't think of the name of it. I'll have to link it in the show notes, but I read some of it because of course I was taking, actually, we talked about this. It wasn't all about spiritual gifts, but we did talk about spiritual gifts in it. And we did the little test, the spiritual gifts test. And you can definitely do a spiritual gifts test to find out what your spiritual gifts are, but there are so many of them and I didn't even know. And so like it was outlined for us and backed by scripture. So you were able to go back into the Bible and see where these spiritual gifts were talked about in the Bible. And so I found that very fascinating. So I took the, the spiritual gifts test and my top three, which I think were all, I scored the same on these top three things was knowledge teaching and evangelism knowledge and teaching i can kind of see the event the evangelism one actually took me by surprise but i i thought that was really interesting but when you know what your spiritual gifts are then you know what it is you can use to fulfill your purpose and so that's very important in in, in knowing your identity and then to take it a step further number four just identifying any other unique talents and characteristics. God uses everything 
within us, everything that we have. It may not be a quote unquote spiritual gift because it, you know, if it's not listening to the Bible or whatever, but there's so many things that we're good at. So think about the things that you're naturally good at and that, the, that you can do with ease. Like, uh, I think I'm a decent cook, <laughs> um, but I don't organize well. I'm not good at administration. I know those things about myself, but I know that I am a good cook. I am a pretty decent writer. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to toot my own horn, but and that's something we have to think about too, right? Because we're always like, oh, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think I'm a pretty good writer. Um, and those are gifts and talents that God has given us and will use to his benefit and his glory and what he's called us to do. So it's important to know that about yourself. And then any other strengths and weaknesses, it's, a, it's not only important to know what you're good at, but it's also important to know the areas where you need improvement. And so like I was just saying, like I'm not good with organization and administration, but I have to look at what it is that I'm called to do and see if those are things I need to improve upon or should I outsource it or something like that. And so we'll go into more, more of that later, but your strengths and weaknesses are part of who you are. So you have to identify those things. So, and that's how you just kind of lay the foundation for getting to know who you are, the kind of person that you are as it relates to your identity. And then from there, it's not only important to know and identify you know, who you are, but it's also important to know your patterns of behavior, the things you do and why you do them. I can really get into the behavior stuff because this is what I do. I work with children in the school system and it's a lot of behavior modification. So identifying problematic behaviors and trying to uh, turn those undesirable behaviors into desirable ones or replace them with desirable ones. And so when I think about us as adults, I mean, it's basically the same thing. We We have the responsibility of trying to identify those undesirable characteristics or behavior patterns, those toxic traits, and replacing those with more desirable and healthy ones. And it's important to do that so that you can grow, flourish, and thrive. So we will talk about identifying those things and changing them. And once we start identifying our behaviors, there's things we have to look at in order to really examine why we engage in those behaviors. And like I said, I can go pretty deep in this, but I'm gonna try to keep it really uh, just surface level to the things that I think are most important. And that's two things. Number one is we have to look at the function of the behavior. So the function of behavior is looking at what basic need that behavior is meeting. Like you identify a behavior, okay? And you're like, okay, this is toxic. It's undesirable. It, you know, whatever. What is the function of this behavior? Why do I engage in it? Is it allowing me to get attention? Is it allowing me to avoid a particular task or person? Is it fulfilling my need for validation? You know, we have to look at those types of things like what need is this behavior meeting? And then number two, we have to look at what's reinforcing this behavior. So what pleasurable thing are we gaining or unpleasurable thing are we avoiding that's sustaining this behavior? So those are the two things we're going to look at. And again, I'll go into more detail about those two things, but I want to keep it at those two things as it relates to behavior. So we want to know what's the function of behavior and then what's reinforcing that behavior. And the reinforcement part is really like, like I said, it's what's sustaining that behavior. What consequence, and when I say consequence, I just mean like what what reaction is happening that's making you continually engage in that behavior. So 
You know, if you have a problem, say with lying, well, what is it about lying that makes you lie again? <laughs> you know, like what happens after you lie? Do you, what are you avoiding whenever you lie or what are you gaining whenever you lie that's making you do it again? Okay, so we have this, we, we're going to look at that and we're going to give more, um, I'll give more examples about it, but we're going to go further into that when we're talking about changing our behaviors. And then our behavior is important for our, our identity when we not only know who we are, but we're able to identify the toxic and undesirable behaviors. We just took our ability to move forward in life to the next level. Do you know how much growth you will experience in life? If you can just look at those types of things, like really know, man, okay, this is what I need to improve upon. How do I do that? How do I change this undesirable behavior? How do I change this toxic behavior pattern so that I can be better? I don't have to keep ending up in these toxic relationships. I don't have to keep going through this revolving door of failed relationships. If I can just identify some of my own behavior patterns, because the thing about the behavior patterns is that we often try to change other people, but we cannot change anyone else. The only person we have control over, true control over, is ourselves. Even my children. I cannot change my children. I can present them with consequences for their actions in hopes that their behavior will change, but I cannot physically change it. So we always have to remember that our behavior is the only one that we're in control of and it's the only one that we have the true ability to make change with. So that's today's episode. Um, I hope that this is laying the foundation. These first few episodes is really just to really just lay the foundation for the entire podcast, the life of the podcast, for everything that we're going to talk about from here on out. <clears throat> if you have more questions about this and you know, like the spiritual gifts thing, I want to reiterate about that. If y'all would like more information on that particular thing, let me know so that I can do a more expansive or extensive episode on that particular thing. But I want to hear from you guys. So make sure you go over into the Facebook group. I will link it in the show notes. And also, if again, as I said earlier, if you have not subscribed to the show, please subscribe so you'll know every time a new episode is published. Okay, I really enjoyed being with you today and I hope you join me next time. Bye. Hey sis, listen, if you've been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.